Welcome to the Gear Slum, your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. I'm Aaron. I'm Phil. And I'm Cole. We slum it hard so you don't have to. sound like I have a bit of a southern accent when I say, and I'm Cole. Didn't we a little we bit talked about that early on? Like, kind of oh, sounds like so. you're saying uncle. Like, I'm uncle. An uncle. Yeah. An uncle. An uncle. <laughs> but yeah, I guess a little bit. You were probably joking about it, but I couldn't hear you because my furnace was blasting in the background. And I had no internet. Yeah. <laughs> and Phil was wandering around a community college. Or Christian college. Yeah. <laughs> he was trying to be quiet so the cops wouldn't kick him out. Because <laughs> it was like after hours or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I like to think the security was just like on the lookout for Phil, but really they're just probably making sure no one's making out in empty classrooms. Yeah, obviously. You're not allowed to make out at uh, Christian colleges. Right. Sex is fine, but... Do not make out. Well, unless sex is best when it's one on one. We know that much. <coughs> unless you, uh, sex is more fun when it's one on one. Yeah, I, I know that that that's that school that early on they had like single dorms, and then they had uh, a married dorm yep. wing, which seems very strange to me. I mean, you realize you're talking to someone who went to BYU, right? Dude, I went to a Christian school and... Like, there are more married we, dorms they at BYU like, than single dorms. They had a married apartments that were, like, that they school owned that you could get for dorms. Yeah. And we lived in one for a semester. That you and your spouse? Yeah, because I graduated... <laughs> no, it was, like a, it was like a Chuck and Larry situation. He was lying about being married to this dude so they could get... <laughs> so they could get so a could live in the dorms. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a health insurance yeah. thing, but it was close. I'm trying to remember. Oh, yeah, because we got married in the summer, but then my wife had one more semester. May I? May. I must have had one. No, I we both. I had one more semester, and she had two more semesters. So we were only allowed to live there for one semester. Then we had to get a real apartment. So you both had to be students? Yeah. See the married the married housing at BYU like only one of you has to be a student because a lot of them are like a lot of them have kids and let's face it the one that is the student is the man yeah because the, the woman, woman has to stay they home want, they don't want the child to school as stay is dorm. her stay dorm. <laughs> stay, stay dorm dorm stay dorm stay at dorm stay at dorm mom. That's good. I like that. I'm proud of that. That's good. When people say, I hope you're proud. I usually am. <laughs> <laughs> they never say that about things they actually hope you're proud yeah, of. Yeah, exactly. Right. Man, I hope you're proud that you uh, got that award. That's like when people say, like, good job, Einstein. It's like, yeah, Einstein was really smart in case you didn't know. So, like, <laughs> thanks for the compliment. Yeah. <laughs> That's I'm true. happy to be compared to Einstein. He's an intelligent person. Yeah. 
and he had great hair. Mm, that's true. Gray, I mean gray hair. Sorry. That's kind of like the that's like the stereotypical mad scientist is to have the big frizzy hair like that. Do you mm-hmm. think that's because of Albert Einstein? Maybe. Or was he was he like, man, those mad yeah. scientists have really have it going on. I'm going to wear my hair like them. I just don't know like when um yeah, I'm trying to think of I, like the ad because it's all from film, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like someone getting electrocuted, like that's where it comes from, like your hair stands <laughs> up. Yeah, so it's like the mad scientist has like some apparatus to harness lightning or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Gets electrocuted. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. This like is that. good. This is really good content. This is I'm amazing I'm, content. I'm 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 glad I'm Are you content with this content, Phil? I I'm no, but I'm participating in this Oh, against your will? <laughs> is this something you don't know anything about? <laughs> Mad scientist here. I'm just gonna bow out of this one. <laughs> Here's a little peek behind the curtain. Einstein, I don't know about enough about Einstein's effect on <laughs> uh, on film design and costume design. Before, so I'm gonna sit this one out. <laughs> before we start a recording, we brought up the fact that Phil should have a game for this episode, and he's like, "Oh, well, I don't have one ready." And we said, well, you, you were going to have to have one for this recording session. And he said, yeah, but he was just going to get it ready during this first episode. And Aaron said, is that why you never talk? <laughs> it's a very valid, you know, observation. He probably doesn't talk because I don't let him get a word in edgewise. Yes, there's also that. Also, what, is that when he what does that does term do mean? Game, like, does that mean... Talks. There's not even an, if you're like, you have books on a shelf, like edgewise, you, you can't even edgewise. put it like the normal way, let alone like sideways. Yeah. What like is if that? If you're displaying yeah. it, you don't let me get a word in edgewise. Cause words are really thin. They're like blades. Okay. That's true. So the edge, but you like, don't look at the edge when you read a word, you look at the face of it. Right. So if there's a lot of room in the conversation, you can put your words in face wise. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to start saying I can't but even like, get a word in face-wise with you guys. You give me so little room in the conversation that I can't even get them in the wrong way, which is edgewise. And they're razor thin. But what I want... Razor sharp. I, razor want, I want to get my words in prone I feel like edgewise... Yeah, you want your words face-wise. That means... Edgewise, face-foolish. Is that a thing? <laughs> edgewise, face-foolish. You're face-full. You got a face full of words. <laughs> face, word blindness. face. face bi- blindness is a thing that some people yeah, have. It is. have I you seen my wife kind of has it did you guys see that article that was basically saying how like some people don't have an internal monologue yeah yeah psychopaths as I call here's here's my hypothesis on that people everyone does and the people who say they don't just don't know what it means yeah <laughs> right like Oh, it's called thinking. Like, you know, when you think like, yeah. oh, yeah, I do that. I just don't have an internal monologue. It's like, like oh, that's think, the same thing. You don't think in words or something. Yeah. But like everyone does. That's ridiculous to think that 
Like yeah, because I all... I genuinely think that everyone does, and the people who say they don't just don't know what it means. Yeah, they might be thinking like, I don't like have conversations with myself. Yeah, exactly. It's not a but dialogue. Also, like, Does dialogue yeah. mean two people? But yeah. my internal it means two or more. But oh, internal monologue though, I guess you call it. My internal monologue is not. I'd love to know eloquent. what Phil's internal monologue is. It's not what. It's not eloquent. That's not the question. The I article, know, the headline like, isn't some people don't have an eloquent internal monologue. <laughs> no, no, but my point is like to to your point of like people go, oh, I don't do that. It's like, well, you have, there's a thing in, in your head that goes, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, do that one, <laughs> right? And that's not like that you can barely call that an Wait, you're talking monologue. about, no, we're not talking about other people talking to you in your head. We're talking about your own internal thoughts. Yes. Yeah. So like if you're sitting around and you're do you, like deciding, do you what say to, to yourself, don't do that. If yeah. you're deciding what, what you want to eat for lunch or earth. something, you're looking yeah. in the fridge. Yeah. You're using words in your brain to like process your thoughts. I, I think Not it's more like when you're just like. sitting there thinking about like, well, but it's, Oh, I wonder uh, if like no, flowers have just, dreams or something. <laughs> mine is just like, like Aaron was saying a couple of weeks ago, the desires of my desires. I'm just like, Hey, the desire of my desire. You're just like running on pure id. <laughs> Once a burrito Idiot. right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, Phil. I didn't mean it. The desire of my desire wants a burrito. So that's it. I wonder, like people who think they have no or who have no internal monologue, what happens when they read? Like, what know. is that like? Because they don't even know how to talk to themselves in their brains. So yeah, I don't know. When yeah. you read, do you read in your own voice or do you try to read in like other voices? No, I, I, I try to read in like silly, like. <laughs> You know. I try to read like this. The human brain has more. <laughs> you try to read like Phil reads reviews. Yeah. I try, to, <laughs> I try to like skip punctuation and add add it where it's not there and yeah. change the meaning of sentences by mashing them together. <laughs> first hmm. I first I stash the information, then I mash it, and then I trash it. Yeah. That's reasonable. Speaking of which. Yeah, Aaron, are you prepared for that? I am, actually. Oh, nice. I was going to do a Darmon game, but then I forgot. (laughs) He is not prepared for that. I, like, freaking jacked up. I, I like, went home early from work yesterday and slept for, like, four hours. And I know that probably isn't a good thing if you think you, like, injured your head. But <laughs> no, it's not. I hit my head so hard on Thursday night. No, and that was a while ago. You'd be fine by now. Yeah, exactly. Like I had already the slept through the evening. night, you know. Yeah. But I, it was like this cupboard door had swung out, and then there are drawers down low. So I was getting stuff out of the drawers down low. But I, I had opened the cupboard door, and then I stood up like full speed and yep. hit it, and, and oh, like ripped that. the screws out of the hinges because I hit it so hard. <laughs> Whoa. Like it was freaking, <laughs> so I had to like sit down on the ground for a minute 
Because I was like, so it made me so lightheaded right away, you know? Oh. Check this out. I was okay. wondering why you shouldn't, why you're not supposed to sleep after a concussion. Uh -huh. It doesn't matter. You can sleep. Oh, really? Yeah. Apparently, the, the only thing is that when you're asleep, people can't like see the the signs, right? Oh, okay. That makes sense. <clears throat> so if you hit your head, you need to stay awake so that people can monitor you. Okay. I thought it was it was similar to hey, don't go swimming after you eat. Yeah, basically. It's just not true. It's like if you hit your head, stay awake for a while so so for like a it's like a cooling off period. It's like buying a gun. It's like, I know you want to sleep right now, but just wait, because you might not want to sleep in like half an hour. The whole like not Maybe swimming after damage. you eat thing, it's just like the, it's just like the quicksand thing we were talking about. Or like the, if you get a tooth knocked out, put it in milk. Like that was like a common, that would be like every Saturday morning they would show that. And it was like a saber tooth tiger. That's what it was. Getting one of its yeah, teeth knocked out. Does it ever like, tell you not to do other things after you eat? Yeah. It's not like don't run after you eat or you'll get a cramp. No, well, it's because like if you down. get a cramp, you're it's the same around, reason people die in triathlons <laughs> is because if like people always yeah. say, why do they always die on the swim? And it's like, well, because if the things happen to them while they're biking or running yeah, that cause them to die on the swim, they don't die because they don't drown. You know, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> people die. On, why are they always dying in water? That's so weird. Yeah. That thing that you can't breathe in, why do they die? The thing that if you stop moving, it kills you. Yeah, it's really weird. Why would that? Why would you die? Why would you die? But that. Did you guys ever have a? Did you guys ever uh, have a, a tooth extracted on accident like that when you were a kid? <laughs> like with the root and everything, so that you could put it in milk and then they could just, just ripped right out, put it back in place. <laughs> Like you accidentally tied a string around it. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh, work. I was jumping on the trampoline, oh, and I tied a string around the frame of the trampoline <laughs> and and then also to my tooth. So Attach you it know. to my tooth. <laughs> Tale as old as time. Yeah. Yeah. Tale as old as time. Song we didn't old even as start yet. What? Huh? Oh, we did. Yeah, Phil, remember how we were making fun of you for not participating <laughs> enough in the podcast? And then you're like, hey, are we doing a podcast? Oh, I'm sorry. Are you saying that you don't make fun of me when we're not recording the podcast? Is that your, is that what you're saying? No, but I'm saying the thing. He was, he was talking it's like ironic to, to an audience, not to me. But also it's just it. ironic the fact that we were making fun of you for that thing. And obviously yeah. that thing then manifested itself. No. <laughs> No, <laughs> you're like you're like every podcast guest in the history of podcasts. Um, every are we going to start guest. soon? Oh no, we already started. Oh, that's that you just start every podcast ever. <laughs> I love it. It's like if you never listened to, well, I'm glad you're having podcast, a good time, Aaron. I'm having a great time comparing you to podcast guests. They're who are famous people that people want to listen to. So you should feel blessed. Phil on this podcast, Phil, Phil doesn't blessed. have that's, that's Phil doesn't have an external monologue. <laughs> Phil blessed. Phil, Phil blessed. I'm Phil blessed to be stressed. <coughs> Maybe is too, that like very is that like very close? Phil stressed. 
is that, like very close minded and like privileged of me to say that like everyone has to be like me with an internal monologue. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, yes, that's called patriarchy. Yeah. It's the patriarchy. Am I monsplaining? <laughs> oh, that's another good idea. That's another good name for the for the segment. <laughs> the Darmon monsplaining. Am I, uh, I, say Dar- I say Darman. Okay, um, maybe that my, is. In my internal monologue. My original <laughs> thought for the segment, and viewers, you can write in and tell us, was come get Darman, like come get your man, you know? Yeah. Is that a well enough, is that well known enough of a phrase? We could do here comes Darman, but do 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 How does that, no, that pixie song. <laughs> what about, here comes Darman. What about walk like Darman? Good Darmanchen. Walk like Darman. Walk like Darman. Walk like Darman. Talk like Darman. Hey, Facebook fam. I hope you like that message. <laughs> that message. He says he it that way, like but it's like SoCal, it's even, <laughs> like a SoCal bro. <laughs> it's not even the end of the sentence. It's literally the middle of the sentence. I know. <laughs> uh, I hope you like that message about not forgetting yeah. people who were. He's like you. freaking Dirty John's daughters or whoever you know. <laughs> Dirty John. Remember Dirty uh, John? How that was the thing that everyone cared about for a week. Yeah, dude, the podcast was great, and the TV show, I couldn't even, like, I didn't even finish it. I watched, yeah, like, three episodes. Yeah, I watched, and like, I one love episode. Connie Britton, too. Yeah, dude, obviously. Who doesn't? It's freaking Miss Taylor. I don't know. Oh, you know who doesn't? Um, Buddy. Buddy Garrity. <laughs> Buddy, Buddy Garrity? <laughs> <laughs> He's just, he doesn't no, know. he does. He, he does. He comes He's a good guy deep, deep down. He gets good once he gets poor and his wife leaves him. Deep, deep, yeah. deep. It's like hits rock bottom. He's Which like, is ironic because eh, on a Darman video, he would have been like, that would have been the part where he was losing, basically. The part where he didn't have money, you know. Well, it's, it's a like, different oh, one. Sometimes different things happen. In this one, he realizes that his true friend, who his true friends are. Uh, Coach but, Taylor. But all of the Darman videos, like success is based on money. Yeah. Not only that success, a, but also like all relationships, which it's is like, pretty, which is pretty great for videos that like the premise of them is largely not to be so materialistic, but it's like, <laughs> that is also the entire goal of everyone. Every, all the relationships are like so reciprocal in that his like, the step, like, have you seen the stepdad one where he like the, the way you find out he doesn't love his stepson is that he shows up with <laughs> like new clothes for the daughter and then <laughs> He gives nothing to the stepson. <laughs> it's all gifts based. Yeah, yeah. His his understanding of like interpersonal relationships is basically that of like a fourteen year old, and of like careers. Yeah, you know. It's like, oh, this guy is a CEO. He's. I feel like maybe he was like a high school teacher, and he like he taught his kids about He's... like morality tales, and then made them write some. <laughs> And then turn them all into videos, but like yes. didn't edit the scripts at all. Yeah. Yes, they seem they seem like children. Yeah. Children created them. Yeah. The one, the boxer one, is the only one I've watched. <laughs> the boxer after, one is great. And dude. after I watched that one, I was like, I'm not watching any more of these. Yeah. As many like, as I'm Aaron genuinely. Think, I'm glad you bullied me. I'm genuinely dumber after boxer. having watched this. 
<laughs> but no, I I didn't want I don't want to watch anymore because of what somebody else posted. It's like then Facebook starts suggesting, like, oh yeah, that you watch them. Yeah, oh, but yeah. Here's, here's the thing with Facebook is it doesn't like suggest them outright. Like it's not like putting them in your feed necessarily, but it's like if you watch another video, yeah, that's, that's always the one the that auto one. plays after it. <laughs> yeah. Starman. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll watch like oh, it's like some product announcement. <laughs> so like for example, the TC Electronics Plethora. I was watching the product announcement video for that, and then right after that, it was like Darman. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, completely unrelated. I, I fell asleep watching this video one Starman. time on Facebook, and it uh, it autoplayed to the next one, and it was a live stream of someone opening oysters <laughs> for like four hours and Shucking like oysters. Yeah, like seeing if they were getting a pearl and stuff like that. And there are like these places where you can buy, like you buy X Wait, number of oysters, and oh, there's a guaranteed number of pearls in here, and it's like the dumbest thing. But because, because it just kept playing on my phone, Facebook is like, man, this dude is into oysters. So every video suggestion after that for a while was oyster shucking. Have you seen those? Like, And I was like, this is getting so shucking old, you know? Like sometimes they're in malls or like sometimes they're even in like hotel lobbies where it's like someone is selling them. Like they just have like a pool full of oysters or whatever. And you like buy them and then you get to keep the pearl and they like clean it up for you. And they're like, we can put that in a necklace for you if you want. <laughs> Have yeah. you seen that? Is that just me? No. At the pier. Yeah. Yeah. Where I used to live. That was a thing. <laughs> and you're like, if you, if you choose an oyster that has a pearl in it and then there was like a, a thing you could do with it. Yeah. 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 You're like we can put it in this little setting for you. We'll polish it up. I was weird. I cannot relate to that. So it does not exist. I saw something <laughs> where they where they were pulling the pearls out though and it freaking grossed me out. Yeah, dude. They're like popping it's like popping a pimple. Yeah, Ugh. it's just like and boogers. Then the plastic comes pulling... out is a pearl. Ugh. Yeah. What the It's what? freaking gross. There's like a lump. They like see a lump and then they like push around the lump and the pearl pops out like through the skin. It's it's disgusting. I I can't I can't with that. <laughs> it's weird that pearls are a thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like milk being a thing. Yeah, like but milk, milk is like you. you okay, but pearls wait. serve no like real purpose. <laughs> yeah, it's not even like gold. Like gold, at least you can use as like I don't know what can you use gold for like insulation or something. <laughs> Well, not insulation, but as a conductor, yes, it's a I was good conductor. Say, I, is, Come on, Aaron. I, was, I wasn't sure if it was conductive or not. Is my was my. It's point. very con. Well, it's not. It's not necessarily that it's more conductive than other metals, but it's. Um, it is slightly more conductive than some, but it's also just that it doesn't corrode. And it's so valuable. Like so, like oh, when something has gold guy? connectors on it, the benefit of that is that it won't corrode over time. Ooh, I'll tell you what has gold connectors on it. What? Now just be quiet for 30 seconds so I can play the ad. My new uh, sinusoid cable that I ordered that I don't have yet. but oh. Your sable? My sinusoid sable. It's going to be a good day 
with my sinusoid sable. My Mercury Sable. Yeah. Tell us about it. I got I got black. Oh, are we talking about it? I, I just don't thought know. about it. We can talk about it. Um <laughs> Phil knows all about the sable, right, Phil? I do. Tell us about it. Well, <laughs> Use your external monologue, Phil. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm scrolling through my external monologue right now. You don't have to like read the ad copy. Just tell me what you know about it. Aaron, why are you doing this to me? We'll see. (laughs) Fun. This is a podcast Um, where we talk about things. (laughs) It's the latest proprietary cable. Okay, Aaron, it's the latest proprietary cable. From the brilliant minds. Oh, you are. Sorry, sorry, pro you know he's tour. going to like he's going to put the ad in here. <laughs> I, yeah, I wasn't trying to prompt you to read it. Like just... the ad will be a part of this episode, but then also guys. <laughs> just speak like a person. I know. <laughs> All right, <laughs> dude. I got my um. So I had the sinusoid slate that I've had for I don't know, like four years or something. Um, and one of the connectors was like acting wonky and it was like cutting in and out. So when we were at NAM, I gave it to the sinusoid guys so they could fix it for us, for me, for us, for me, um, for and, you and your internal monologue. Yeah. So I gave it to, I think us. I gave it to Sean. Anyway, I gave it to them and they took it. And then, so James, James Redfern, sinusoid maven, um, he messaged me about it and then, but he cleaned it for me and I, is white. I didn't realize how dirty it was till I got it back. <laughs> but I also didn't realize or didn't remember like how tacky c- the feeling of the slate cables are. Yeah, yeah. Noticed that it's kind of it's like weird, but yes. it's cool. I like it. Yeah, Andy was saying like a lot of gigging musicians hashtag working musos mm-hmm. like it because you don't slip on it. Yeah, it doesn't really move. It kind of stays in place on yeah, the floor. Yeah, exactly. It feels a little weird when you're like wrapping it up, but like you don't spend that much time holding your cable. Yeah. Well, and some of the tackiness like goes away after the first couple times you use it. <clears throat> yeah, I think once it gets like dust or oil and gets, stuff on yeah. it, that it. Yeah. So feeling it like new and clean is is really weird. Yeah, I bet that's kind of nice though. I think the sable has similar but a little bit less tacky than the sleeve. Yeah. But the sable is girthy. It's girthy. So girthy. It's so girthy, guys. <laughs> it's it's very girthy. <clears throat> I will say yeah, I'm I'm girth. a little skeptical about cables because I have never noticed a huge difference in sound from cable to cable. Yeah. So when I get the sable, I want to do like a shootout with them. <laughs> but here's the thing: it's like I don't really have any way to measure the differences other than listening. Yeah. So I'm actually going to do some ear. measurements on it. If oh, only we knew someone who knew how and had the ability to measure. I'm right here. Differences. We do. This guy, Cole. Cole. Fat guy over here. So here's. But you have to make sure they're all the same length. Yeah, I'll try. But I did yeah, end up getting a 20 foot. Just tie some knots in whatever one's longer. Oh, <laughs> true. Tie some knots. 
<laughs> Imagine if that worked. <laughs> That's like adding one of those little magnetic shielding guys. Just pinch it like a hose and then let it go. And all the sound yeah, just, out just pinch them hose like a hoe, Aaron. Oh, yeah. Oh, like when you're gardening, like how you pinch the the handle. Yeah, the end of the blade of the hoe. The end of the blade. So I got a, a lollygagger cherry box. Did you guys know that? You bought one? No. No, just to okay. like try out. Because Sean said send it to me when you're done. No, I'm sending it to Josh Scott when I'm done, actually. <laughs> Whatever. Because I, not only am I on par with his level of importance and influence, but I'm apparently higher because I got it first. So it's very cool. I won't get into the specifics of it because I haven't, I was playing around with it last night, but I didn't, I was just like turning knobs and finding sounds that I liked. And I found a a fuzz, right? Yes. It sounds very fuzzy at least. Okay. Now now you're making me you guys talk amongst yourselves for a minute while I look up the things that Sean told me about it. Uh, <clears throat> the Canalia is like not a fuzz, it's pure Yeah, like, it's just like an overdrive dirty boost drive thing. Yeah. So let's see here. The cherry box. Cherry box or bomb? Cherry, cherry box. box. Which I'd like to think isn't just like a dirty joke. But knowing Sean, it could very well be a dirty joke. It could be (laughs) literally anything. Yes. Cherry box cake. Oh, no, that's just a box cake of cherry flavored. I don't think I've ever had a cherry flavored cake. Did you see the the one, the, the Canalia that Sean posted in our group the other day? With the fade on it? Yeah, that's just like, it's not really like a colored color. Yeah. It's like a burst almost. Yeah, yeah. a burst. I really liked that. I thought that looked really yeah. classy. I like all the, I like the Canalia. I love the way it looks. It's so yeah, huge, but. Definitely come around on it. Have you guys seen the cherry box in pictures? I yes. have, yeah. It, it's it It's is, got that like angled front, right? angled face yes. on it yeah but it is much bigger than it looks in pictures like the canalia <laughs> you do not is like the top part of it the size of the canalia and then <laughs> that's extra <laughs> well here i'll i'll turn on my camera momentarily but for those for those watching at home it is about the size of my hand and i have very large hands oh yeah that is pretty if big. you guys can see that here it is next to my head very small. You know what I like about the word momentarily is that it means both for a moment and in a moment in a moment. Yeah. (laughs) means both. Okay. That's like the word biannually can mean like once every two years or it can mean twice or twice a year. Yeah. It's great. That's dumb. I prefer semi-annual for half a year. What do you prefer, Cole? A semi-annual. Okay. That's what I grew up thinking because 
the general conference that our church does every six months. They call it semi-annual general conference. I only so, know because of semi-annual sales at stores every half half year. Let's see here. The tenor. So there's a, one thing that's kind of cool about this is it has an attenuation switch which basically lets you it's a three position switch and it basically oh, lets you control the, I thought that was an attention switch. <laughs> I wish is that it was. Volume attenuation or No, it's actually voltage attenuation going into the circuit okay. and so it, oh, it cool. kind of simulates the sag you would get with mm-hmm. underpowering fuzz pedals which is kind of a cool nice. effect. Yeah, the tart uh the tart is like the sweet and tart are kind of like the canalia and that they're kind of like pre and post gain of the fuzz. Okay. So kind of like gain and volume, I guess. Um and I honestly don't know what the foobar is. What does it say? Foobar set to low. Oh, it's like oscillation. Oscillation and maybe it didn't sound gated to me when I was playing it last night, but um, yeah, so I'll probably do, I'll like live stream something with it. Let everyone see what it's like. Oh, so it's kind of the same as the Canalia too, where the has on and off. And then it also has like the separate gain circuit. Yeah. But the FUBAR is momentary. Oh, okay. So it's almost like the, what's the switch on the party animal party, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, so I like I'm excited that. about that. And is it is like a, I don't know, it's funny because on one hand, like you could argue that doing your pedals in these big wooden enclosures is a gimmick, but at the same time, like, uh, is there any desire for drive pedals that are just, <laughs> you know, standard drive pedals anymore? Yeah, yeah. Like every, Everything's kind of a gimmick. Yeah, like all of his pedals are very unique from a design standpoint. So, yeah, the, them also being unique from a looks from looks is is a good thing, I think. Well, and if anything, I would say the gimmick is probably like counterproductive. If not counterproductive, you, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think the gimmick is making him sell more pedals. The gimmick of being in wood enclosures. Yeah, I don't think adding a wooden box is like making everyone go out and buy it. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, like that isn't what is making people buy it, I don't think. I'm sure yeah. some people do because it looks really cool, but if anything... Well, yeah. it, I think like maybe it, he would sell more. Yeah, because if they wouldn't be so box, freaking yeah. huge. Yeah. And people are just not... A lot of people don't buy what they're not used to or isn't the same, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'll do, I'll get some more info on it and well, I won't get more info on it, but I'll play with it some more and I'll probably do we'll get like some a first hand info. Yeah. I'll try to give you some first hand info. Gun street wiring shop represents a brand new approach to the guitar wiring market from their nothing is impossible philosophy to their community first attitude. Gun street wiring shop is the premier maker of guitar wiring harnesses based in central Oregon. Gun street only does one thing, make your guitar sound and play better. Bored with your standard switching? Gun Street. Need more options? Gun Street. Looking to nail that classic tone? Gun Street. You want to try something that's never been done before? Gun Street. Sean's always coming up with new circuit designs. 
He's always down to make something special to fit your exact needs. So hit him up now, GunStreetWiringShop.com. Turn your SG into an OMG, your Les Paul into a More Paul, your Telecaster into a Telestar Blaster. And as always, members of the street crew get an extra discount at everything at GunStreetWiringShop.com. Here's what I want to talk about. I have one category of stash it, mash it, trash it. But before we do that, I want to talk about one of the things in depth. Okay. One of the three items. And that is the TC Electronics. Is it electronics or electronic? TC Electronic Plethora X5. Have you seen this, Phil? A plethora? No, I've not seen it. So the TC Electronic Plethora X5 was just announced this week, and it is, they're calling it a, a tone print pedal board. So it's its basically like, I would it looks like it's about the size of like the X4, maybe a little bit longer or wider. I don't know. But it has five foot switches and five knobs, and you you can load up to five different uh, effects in it from their tone print library so you can have like oh that's right the top row is knobs the top row is knobs and it's just one knob per effect they don't there aren't like smaller knobs on there so no so so here's how it works is you have two modes you have live mode and um like editing mode or whatever so when you're in editing mode you select one of the foot switches and all five knobs apply to that one. That effect. makes sense. So it's like the it's like the helix in that sense where yeah. So that's what knobs. I was thinking too. Like you can only control one parameter, and you have to do the rest on your like on the app or something, which is would be a pain. But yeah. but no, when you're editing it, you so you put it in writing mode. You choose a foot switch, and then you can scroll through the effects. And then once you scroll, you find the effect that you want. So you choose like the course, whatever. Then the last knob has all the tone prints for that effect. So you choose which tone print you want. And then the middle three knobs are like the different parameters. So you can like adjust the parameters. And then and then you can lock that into that position. So you have five positions. You can put five different effects or five. I guess you could do five tone prints of the same effect if you wanted to. Um, and then you switch it into pedal board mode, and then each of those five effects or five foot switches is uh, an effect, right? So you on and off. And I think what are the knobs? A, what do the knobs do when you're in pedal board mode? That I don't know. They might actually do nothing. Yeah, maybe so. Um, but they all become um, they're mash. They have the mash knobs on or the mash foot switches. Uh huh. So they're like expression, right? So you can assign like what pressure that does sensitive. to you. Yeah. Um, you can save up to 127 boards. That's a lot of boards. So like different <laughs> presets? I think uh, that can't be right. No, that's just saying how many different effects you can do. Well, uh, Yeah, I guess you can. 127 custom boards, which is an odd number. Literally odd, but also <laughs> why? It's probably because like the zero one is live, like it's 128. But it says up to, so I wonder if like depending on what you do, like you take up more space and then you can't do that many. 
Well, I, I think it's know. just saying you don't have to save 128. You can just save two if you want to. That's true. Yeah, maybe. Um, it has tap tempo, I think. I'm trying to see how it... That makes sense. So, so I, what... I think maybe you can like assign one of the things to do tap tempo, one of the foot switches. So what are all the effects that it has? It right, has delay and reverb, So it has the reverb, Hall of Fame 2 reverb. has the flashback 2 delay. has the summon up octaver. The Brainwaves Pitch Shifter, Corona Chorus, the Phaser. Vortex Flanger, the Shaker Vibrato, <laughs> and then it has the Noise Gate, the Sentry Noise Gate, yeah. the Quintessence Harmony, the Pipeline Tap Tremolo, the Mimic Doubler, and the Hypergravity Compressor. It does not say the Helix Phaser. It doesn't? It, which is it's weird. so weird. Yeah, that's really weird. I wonder why. That's I wonder if that's very... like a misprint or if they actually doesn't have the phaser built into it. That would be a very weird decision just because like... Yeah, there's no reason to do that. Yeah, like it's the exact same hardware as all the other ones. That's odd. Yeah, that's Anyway, weird. so it has all those effects, um, which is kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, it, And then it's... you can select between boards... So when I first saw it, I was like, uh, I thought it was kind of dumb, um, especially before I understood how the knobs worked. But now that I see it, like it's actually pretty cool if you if you like their effects, first of all, which I think they're all at least good. Yeah. Um, and it's like relatively compact and it looks neat. I like that it that this one. So like you've played the X4, right? Or have you? Any of them? I haven't. Uh, but you've seen it. Yeah. So it's just like a big box, right? Well, this one has like the whole middle section is like individual LED screens. So when you're when you're choosing the tone prints and messing with the parameters, you see all that stuff is on the screen too. Yeah. So like you move the knob and it tells you like 80 what percentage of that, what you're changing and what percentage you're at on it, like in the LED. And then when you save it, then then it tells you which effect you have on there and which tone print you have loaded. So it's kind of cool. Like I like that they added the screen. I think that makes it way more usable. Yeah, totally. If like it, it would have been like unusable use without your phone it. or whatever. Yeah. Like but I can only I don't know. It's such a weird I mean, maybe the weirdest thing, how much does it cost? So it's 3.99, I believe. Yeah. Which kind of, it it does seem like a lot, and it is a lot. Well, it only seems like a lot because of what you're comparing it to. Because like the Pod Go just came out, which has basically all of the Helix effects, which includes all the amp and cab modeling. Exactly. Yeah, and that's like for four hundred and fifty. So four fifty. And so it, I don't know. When you compare it to like, oh, you're getting all these, you're getting all the tone print pedals. Like, yes, yeah, cheaper than buying all the tone print pedals but it's yeah, cheaper than buying five tone print pedals or even yeah but it's not cheaper than you know the yeah it is it is in a there. weird place where it's like i could see if it was 2.99 i think it would sell a ton but it's also like it doesn't feel overpriced it's just not cheap you know yeah it's not an attractive price yeah exactly um but it looks i love the way it looks it reminds me it looks like here's what it looks like it looks like uh 
the their tuner. What's the tuner called? Oh, the polytune. The polytune. Yeah, it looks like a polytune X5 or something. Because <laughs> it's like it does. with the black and yeah, blue the little screen in the, in the middle. Yeah, the little screen in the middle. <laughs> I honestly bet. I bet it's the same screen as the polytune. Honestly, <clears throat> yeah, it might it's be the same actual hardware. Why? Why does each? Why does each one only have one knob? Like why? Oh, so we talked about that. I'm when you, when Sorry. you're in editing mode, all five knobs correspond with the one effect that you're editing. Okay, and then so the knobs, so it's like a multi. It's like a multi knobs effects aren't unit. actually attached. Like a to helix, the, the helix doesn't have a hundred knobs on it. You know. Yeah. So it's just it's just misleading because my brain goes, oh, there's five switches. Yes, because it's corresponding. The way that it's up makes it seem that way, but it's actually not. Okay, so so then they serve zero function while you're actually playing. Like you can't tweak on the fly then. Well, you can. You, all you, you just flick one switch and then you can tweak. Okay. But when you're in live mode, do the knobs do anything? Do they let you choose? That I don't know, but I don't think so. Is it like level maybe? It would make sense for it to let you change one of the parameters. I have no idea. Aaron, tell him. Tell him but there's no drive. There's no drive pedals of any kind. That seems to be the weakness of this, like in terms of pricing, is that there's no. I think the biggest. Not even amp modeling, because like the Helix effects doesn't have the HX effects or whatever doesn't have amp modeling. But I think that's why it's not popular. <clears throat> but it has. But it has overdrives. But it's the same price. I mean, yeah. Or it might even be more. I think it's four forty nine. Also, yeah. The HX effects is four fifty. Um, but again, yeah. like that's that that adds to the fact that this seems like it's way too late to the market because like the fact that you're comparing it with the HX effects, that's like all but obsolete now because of the pod go. Yes. And the weirdest thing about this one, especially is there's nothing new on it. Like other than the hard, the actual box, none of the <laughs> yeah. effects are new. Yeah. The other like thing, you- and I'm sorry if you talked about the, the other thing is like, the fact that there are input and output um, jacks, huh. like they're it's like they they know that it is not a um, no. I, okay, I guess what is the insert for? It says insert, send it and it has return. an effects loop. Yeah, and you can That's put so you that can put in, you can anywhere? put it. Well, I'm can, assuming you could. So you could have like your phaser before your drives and insert all your drives there and then have your other effects after or whatever. Right. But I'm saying, can you, can you I'm, choose? I'm sure you can move it around to wherever you want. Okay. Yeah. You can so move they, the loop, the effects loop wherever you want. And you can also, the cool thing is, this is one thing that I thought was cool watching the video is you can, so if you press down two footers at once, it will it will swap the position of those two effects. Like, oh, that's cool. That's automatically like a quick, yeah. Which is a cool, easy way to do it. Like even it seems with like your feet. the fact that they have, um, that they have the the effects loop means they that they assume that people will want to use it with other. Well, yeah, there have to, there's no drive pedals in it. Of course you'll have right. to use Yeah, they even say it. bring your own drive. Yeah. 
So like we 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 knew we couldn't do drives well, so we're just gonna say, hey. Well, no, they just never done. They've never done a digital drive pedal. Like they don't. Yeah. So here's what it says. It says bring your own drive. Drive pedals are at the heart of building your own tone. They try to make it like a feature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're giving you. It's a feature that we don't have. Whatever this. drive you want. Yeah, Plethora's yeah. FX insert loop lets you add your preferred flavor of gain anywhere on the board you like. So the the thing is, yeah, some things you want pre-drive, some you want post-drive maybe. Yeah. yeah. So the effects loop is specifically for putting in your drive pedals. Hmm. So this is working like a, what's the one, the, what's the Strymon one? The Mobius? Except that you can have multiple effects on at once. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. I don't know. It's kind of cool. I think it's not... cool too. Like I would, I could see myself using it and wanting one, but yeah, I can't see myself paying four hundred dollars for it though. That's for right. Sure. That's yeah. the part that. Also, the other thing. The other thing is like. The TC electronic pedal that everybody has, everybody has, is their tuner. <laughs> And right. there's not, Why a, not put the is there not a tuner? I don't know. That's bonkers if they don't have the polytune on there. They it doesn't must. seem like it should be a given. Yeah, because it's even got the little screen. It's like we Aaron and I were saying it basically looks like five polytunes smashed together. Right. I know. Right. And that's the like five polytunes melted like they melted the edges and stuck them together. And but if it was. I would not oh, want includes, if I was Oh. Oh, look at this though. It includes a built-in yeah. Unitune chromatic tuner. So it doesn't even have the polytune. That's weird. Which when I've but owned, like also it probably maybe it just takes up more DSP, I don't know. Yeah. That's weird. But if like if you're spending, tuning, you're not using any this effects. Kind of money. And I would not spend this kind of money. But if I was, I would not want one of my choices to be a tuner i would want the tuner to be it is i mean it has a built-in tuner okay but like it's just not a polytune poly like yeah. the the whole point of the polytune or the feature is that you can strum all six strings and it tells you if all of them are in tune at the same time yes which i have a polytune and i never use that feature exactly that's every i was going to say <laughs> when i've owned it i've never used that feature I would maybe use it at the end just to like, once you're done tuning, uh, yeah, just as just like a proof thing. Yeah. That's when I use it. But yes, your, your complaint would be valid if it didn't have a tuner, but it does. Yeah. It does come with a tuner. So that's out the window. So now you have to buy one. Okay. Wait, but so the tuner, is it, it doesn't, sit in one of those five spots. no i'm assuming you just like hold down one of the foot switches or something to go into tuner yeah, I, it's like every other multi-effects that has a tuner built into it i guess i don't understand multi-effects maybe that's my <laughs> like think it's about more, it this way more than one effect you don't if box. you're using in your tuner you're not also using your effects because you're usually muting yourself while you're tuning so like on a helix or on a pod or anything if you go into tuner mode it mutes all your effects so yeah, it obviously isn't using. Oh, it does have cab sim on it, which is nice. I yeah, guess. Yeah, but that's point. Like, it doesn't have an amp simulator, so like, yeah, cab sim's yeah, great. You still have to use like if you a, only want a completely clean amp, like sterile amp. Or I mean, if you're using like specific 
like amp in a box drive pedals. But yeah, it's so not that's built like in. Such you still a have to weird have that separate. Yeah, like I don't. Part of it is like, like let's not kid ourselves. Having right. ha, like amp and cab sim is like a huge deal now. Everyone is way into that. They like not not everyone, but you know what I'm saying. It's like hugely popular. Yeah, it's very popular. People love the idea of not having to carry their amp with them, and so yeah, having to shoehorn in. And there are like amp in a box pedals, but the idea that you have a multi effects unit that's four hundred dollars that doesn't have amp and cab sim in it, it seems just yeah, it's too still, late to the party. Like they say it's a, they call it a, a tone print pedal board, but it's you still have to have other pedals. It's not. Yeah, like now, yeah, you don't have your drive. Like you need drive. It's not pedals. a pedal board. It's just a multi-effects yes exactly it's like a freaking h9 or something yeah don't call it the pedal or like an older like a zoom like some zoom 505 in theory it sounds better than that though like i wonder why they didn't i mean i guess it's just like a matter of research and development development but like why would they not add some amp symbols to it or like or come up with a digital drive or something, you know? I mean, let's be honest. Like, I don't think TC, like, they were bought by uh, Music Corp that owns Behringer, yeah. you know? All the pedals they put out recently are those super cheap, basically Behringer pedals. Yeah. Like, I don't think they have a lot of people working on pedals, and this is just super low-hanging fruit. Like, it takes almost no, it takes no development from a sound standpoint. It's only, yeah, that's true. It's only, like, menus and stuff like that. So I'm assuming they just don't have that much bandwidth. And like the the only thing that's crazy to me is that it's like, if this was $250, it'd be a very yeah. different conversation, you know? And I just can't like the DSP and the tone print pedals just isn't all that great to begin with. So I have a hard time seeing why this, and maybe it's expensive because instead of having a larger DSP and just, using parts of it for each effect they just have them all bolted together basically yeah maybe which is obviously not an efficient way of doing it i don't know it's weird i so want to into like it, it but i'm but, not like super but on the heels of the pod go and some of the other and even like the head rush thing which i think is kind of lame because it's just a helix ripoff you know like it's still yeah. it's still in the market you know I think that's. I think the one thing it has going for it is that people like the TC electronic effects, like they're good effects. I guess, but like, do you see them on a lot of pedal boards? I mean, maybe it's because it's people that aren't. So. It's people that aren't like posting pictures of their boards on Facebook or whatever. Like, anytime you see a thread about like what reverb should I get, the flat, the Hall of Fame yeah, always that's comes true. up. That's true. And like, I mean, a lot of stuff. The thing that's the thing that's funny is like yeah I don't like Strymon is obviously more popular from the standpoint of if if they were the same price everyone would choose Strymon over TC I would think right for the vast majority of people but this seems overpriced for what it is but Strymon's gonna come out with some multi effects board it's gonna be like a thousand dollars and everyone's gonna yeah. be drooling over it you know well yeah because what is like at three ninety nine. Strymon. Yeah, or 450. or 450 like is the timeline what 450 is, i'm saying what do they have like yeah yeah they have like i mean in in reality they could put or together the like they, 480 or something 
they could have like or maybe a, that's the big sky the big sky timeline of mobius and iridium yeah. i mean that was that's what everyone said when the iridium came out is like oh this is the last this is the last you know chip to fall or whatever is that the phrase yeah because they have the drives they have the sunset and the riverside yeah that's true yeah which and now I think, they and now they have well the they're not hybrid soon. drives they're like they're digital but they just have same as the iridium the like mosfet input or whatever yeah well and they do have they do have like analog drive circuits in them as well i think do they maybe i'm wrong i can't remember they honestly sound really good though it kind of like it's i don't know it's kind of crazy that all of Strymon's stuff just sounds really good like i i'm selling the stomp probably because i just never use it anymore because the iridium sounds so much better Especially with pedals before it. I mean, in theory, mm. part of the problem is because I bought the Stomp and I was mostly using it as an amp and cab sim. And it's a very expensive amp and cab sim pedal. Yeah. Of course, the Iridium is like that 600 much less, bucks, right? Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, six or five. Six but, or five. Yeah. I like the, the, the fact that the Iridium could replace the Stomp for me is because I wasn't using the vast majority of the you know, capability of the stomp. Right. Cause you still have like a full pedal board. Yeah. And it's too, I think the helix, like the full size helix, the stomp is great, but it's not great for changing things on the fly mm-hmm. where the helix is better at that, you know, cause it has so many foot switches and knobs and stuff like that. I'm trying to find out how big this thing is. That's all I mean, it looks like it's only, you know, like... It looks relatively small. Eight or ten inches wide, like a, like a paperback book, you know? Okay, I'm, I see side. a picture now where it has other pedals next to it. It's about as wide as, like, two double pedals or, like, two... Yeah, huh, you know, really? Like, yeah. Like two... So it's not yeah. huge. So I could see this as a solution, like, if, you are, if you're like, oh, I want to do... I want modulation stuff, and I want to use multiples at once. But like again, it basically looks like it's the same size as the uh, the X4 stuff, doesn't it? But it's shorter. Yeah, like it's not like as top to bottom. Yeah, yeah. So it might it's probably as wide, but not as like tall or whatever. Yeah, however you want to describe that. Dimension. So here's here's a crazy thing though. Like we're we're talking about the Mobius and how like that's one of the big benefits of this over the Mobius is that you can run multiple effects at the same time. But the MD two hundred and five hundred. You can also run two effects at the same time, I'm pretty sure. But can you run five effects at the same time? No. <laughs> well, because that's the thing is that this has like, it has your modulation and it has your delay and reverb. It has your modulation. It has your delay. It has your reverb. It has your tuner, your unit tuner. Like there's very few things that are like that. that Honestly. Like, other than the Helix stuff that's like modulation and your wet effects, delay and reverb. Has your wet effects. It has your dry effects. It's it crazy to me that it doesn't have a polytune, so they have to specifically call it a unitune. Like that is. I have bonkers. the unitune clip-on tuner for my acoustic, and I like it. That's not a. Is that called a unitune? That's called a yeah, polytune. They clip. have they have the polytune and the unitune. Oh, clip. Mm-hmm, the clip. Do they make a unitune pedal? I don't think so. I kind of. I wonder why. I've heard people say that the MD500 and MD200 just don't sound great. Hmm. But, like, Boss makes great 
modulation pedals. It's it's kind yeah, of weird. crazy to me that 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 those pedals didn't catch on. Yeah, being able to have two to like having popular. two delays and reverbs isn't that big of a deal, but having two modulations seems like it's a lot more applicable. Right at once. Yeah, like a chorus and a vibrato or a whatever and a whatever. Is this good content? The MB two hundred is is two fifty. But I think you can only do one effect at a time. You might be able to on the two hundred. The five hundred, I know you can do more than one. But so the five hundred is like is that. still like three fifty or three hundred? Must be at least. Let me see. I'm looking it up. It's three forty nine, yeah, so three fifty. Okay, so it's basically the same Yeah, it's almost the same price. So that's probably why. I mean the the DSP is better on paper, but like who cares? That doesn't Yeah. You know. Like it makes sense. The, the only thing is like the line six is what throws the loop the wrench in the thing because the pod yeah. go is so cheap. Yeah. It's honestly crazy. And it's like we were taught well, whatever. We were talking to uh, my cousin oh, yeah. at line six and he was saying like they were pushing hard to get it to 400 cause they knew it would just be like a total oh, yeah. showstopper at 400 and they weren't able to, but still at 450, it's like crazy. I mean it, it like, it's kind of crazy because they've basically like they're pushing other people out of the market, but two of the big things they're pushing out of the market are their own pedals. The stomp well, the crazy the, thing is, yeah, the stomp and effects. the effects. You do have, you have more different things you can do with the stomp, like, right? Then, oh yeah, totally. Because has more DSP, like, you can move stuff around and like. Yeah, I I don't even know that it has more DSP, but yes, you can, and you can have like multiple types. Like in this one, you basically just have, like your oh, pedal like one chain is kind of fixed. Yeah, I think yeah. you can change the pedal order, but like, yeah, you basically just get one of each. Um. But but that's the thing is like ninety five. It's like the same thing when they went from the Helix to the LT. Some of the things they lost are actually very useful, like the scribble strips, the little screens above each foot switch. The LT didn't have those, but they got rid of like the like AES output, like all this mm-hmm. weird crap that only like one percent, unlike the XLR input, like the vast majority of people aren't using. Like the difference between the Stomp and the Pod Go the vast majority of stomp users could could transfer directly over to the pod go and it would be just fine you know so so the pod hd 500x which is their previous pod yeah model, how much it is was that 550 still? it was 550 when, and yeah it just now dropped to 400 <laughs> <laughs> dude i honest i i shouldn't get a pod go because i've like I've learned through sad experience that I'm just not a multi-effects guy, you know, mm. like I like being able to change stuff on the fly, but man, for 450, it's so cool. It's got the cool little expression pedal built into it. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all. People That's talk all about like that. fly rigs, you know? That's yeah. Like Cause all of us are like, rig. Yeah. I love it when people talk about that grabbing and go. they're yeah they're people who only like play in their basement basically yeah I need a fly rig for uh, when I go upstairs 
Yeah. <laughs> when I got to fly to my stepdad's house. <laughs> Across town. My stepdad's house. Oh, oh yeah. I guess you'd be living with your stepdad. No. No, if you live with your dad. Yeah. Live with my real dad. But it's not your mom's house. It's your stepdad's house. Yeah. <laughs> like they're that. divorced. But you still, like, you know, you developed a close relationship with them. Right. My stepdad's cool. That's all. I mean. He's got all these old vintage amps, so I like to go over there and mess around with them. <laughs> Take my fly rig. No big deal. Yeah. I don't think when people say fly rig, they're even considering that it means. Yeah, like that, that's what it means. Like to fly on an airplane. Yeah. <laughs> my airplane rig. Dude, do you know what's hilarious? Is Family guy. You can still <laughs> buy the pocket pod new. Yeah, dude. The little <laughs> kidney bean. Yeah, they still yeah. make it. And people still like them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for a little practice it, thing, I'm sure it's still fine. Yeah. Well, isn't that the one that people like, there's there's a particular, like, uh, there's one specific one that people think is the best? Well, that was the, the like, pod. The original oh, pod was, thinking? like, the same shape as this, I think. Like, the number, like, the third or the second yeah, yeah. or the third yeah. one or something and then like this that. is, like, the, the pocket pod. So you can't still get like the full pot, I don't think, but you can get the pocket one, which is, and it is like the little red one, right? That looks like a kidney bean. Yeah. I think people like, cause it has like a nice headphone amp built into it basically. So like, it's great for, it's like, like it's like a much, it's like one of those little Vox headphone amps, but with a lot more features or whatever. Yeah. And it's not that expensive. It's like, didn't you buy a fake one? Oh yeah. I still have that. The, (laughs) pot on a moon or something (laughs) (laughs) and it is just a total it's like an actual like straight ripoff isn't it yeah it's a little bit smaller and here the only thing i don't like about it because it sounds like whatever it doesn't sound good but it sounds sounds like but it just does not have enough volume it's so quiet oh really with headphones yeah with headphones even so you're like we crank it all the way up and it's still like yeah hear it I yeah because the freaking those vox the little vox headphone amps those can like uh, blast your eardrums out oh really yeah they it's can like get you need a headphone out. amp like <laughs> to after. amplify it after the fact yeah <laughs> but i did i played with it a little bit where i went out of the output into the into like my interface and played it through my speakers uh-huh. you know, like my monitors speakers and your that was cool. your furfers yeah, my frfrs oh that's I like FRFR. I like the concept of it a lot better if people pronounce it furfur. Furfur? <laughs> oh, do you guys get those? Do you see those new furfurs? Furfur. It's it kind of sounds like you're farting like furfur. <laughs> or like a like a clown horn. Furfur. 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 That's good. I like that. Is this good content? I like that when you make that sound. I love that. Furfur. Furfur. So, TC, please send us a plethora. (laughs) Do you guys even know what... Phil, do you even know what a plethora is? (laughs) I want to know if you know what a plethora (laughs) is. I don't hate to think. (laughs) You're telling me I have a plethora. 
You don't yes. Know? You have a plethora. <laughs> Would you say I have a plethora of piñatas? <laughs> See you, I do not have, have education and experience it. You do. The movie's so good. It's very good. Oh, so here's... I'm, like, pretty um, edgy. I'm, like, into, like, you know, pretty... Three Amigos, for those of you who don't counter. know. I'm into kind of, like, dark comedy and stuff. So uh, I watched... On the airplane, I watched Monty Python and the Holy Grail. You guys probably never heard of it. Um, it's kind of this underground movie that I heard about. But it's crazy to me how well that holds up. And how, like well paced it is because normally when you go back and watch highly quotable movies mm-hmm. like half of the movie like i'm sure three amigos is like this like there are parts where they're just actually like progressing the plot that are just, just <laughs> boring you know yeah and monty Python, i think because there isn't much of a plot it's, it's basically yeah. yeah it's a bunch it's of non sequiturs you know yeah like oh man it holds up so well it's so good still so you guys should all go watch that. Today. Is that, that is like the most popular. I never know what things are popular and just like that's way more popular in my world growing up than any other Monty Python thing because it's the only thing that wasn't basically rated R. Oh, yeah. But I would have to assume that even just like in the world at large, the Holy Grail is the most popular Monty that's Python like the, thing, right? The most well-known, I would say, yeah. Like when people say, have you seen Monty Python? A lot of people think they're just talking about Holy Grail. Yeah, yeah. That's probably true. I don't even know about it. Was that that. like hugely popular for you guys growing up too? Uh, I guess it wasn't out when Phil was growing up. I had friends that were super into it and I was like, I I didn't see it until I was like maybe a senior in high school. Uh, Same for me as Aaron. Yeah, but that was like in the theater, right, Phil? You get it? It's Super like early old. released. It was like, <laughs> yeah, it's a sneak preview. <laughs> like ten years before it actually came out. <laughs> no, he saw it like in the theater, like live. In the live yeah, theater. like in the <laughs> in the Globe Theater. <laughs> they were just working <laughs> it out. <laughs> in the Globe Theater. <laughs> Stupid. They didn't is, even call it the old globe back then. It was just the globe. Princess Bride is the other movie that I'm not sure if it's just popular in Mormon culture. Same friend was also super into that movie, and I wa- I love that movie. But it's a very good movie. I but did it see honestly, that movie in the theater. Did you? you saw Princess Bride in the theater? Yes, that's rad. Nice. What year was that? You would have been young though, right? Like pretty young. What is that, like 87, 86, something like Probably, that? Probably, yeah, like second half of the 80s. 87. Nice. So you were like five? Like no, 25. I was five. You were like 10? I was Eight. nine. But that's nine. the thing is it is it is like a very – it's enjoyable for kids even though they don't get all the jokes. Like I can't imagine a nine-year-old watching Holy Grail and actually enjoying it. Like, I guess there's enough, like, silly stuff in there that they would enjoy it. Yeah, there's some, like, slapstick stuff. Like yeah. the knights or the fight when they get, cuts them up. Yeah, the it's black knight. But also, the like, French, I think... French guys. Oh, yeah. The, the idea, like, it, in my mind, and I, I hope, Cole, I hope this does not offend you, but, like, 
in my mind when I think of Monty Python, I think of British guys yelling. <laughs> and and I I did not watch it as a child, which is probably because like the why. popular scenes are like the French. You know, like that's one of the most popular scenes is when they're trying to get into that French castle and the people are like yelling down at him, you know. Right. But it's yeah. And that's that's the thing. Like as a as a young child, I could see why young children would find even if they don't get it. It's like, oh, yeah, those guys, they talk funny and they're yelling. Yeah. Like it's just (laughs) seeing adults be silly and stuff like that's appealing to children, you know. And they're very okay, clearly, whether you it. get the jokes or not, they're very clearly being silly and ridiculous, you know. Very clearly. It's very apparent. The silliness, that's actually, that was the tagline on the box. The silliness is apparent. <laughs> <laughs> Man. So, final verdict. Thumbs up, thumbs down, pass or fail. <laughs> Tease electronic plethora. You gotta say it. I I give it a fail. All right, Phil. Um, if it was I, 2015, it'd be a different conversation. Yeah, that's true. No, not not for me. If it was a different price. Yeah, exactly. Like the so, two. I'd say fail only because that freaking price. I'm gonna give it a soft thumbs up soft though like like tc electron all the tone print stuff was very relevant five years ago you know yeah, in my mind true and and also the market back then wasn't full of amazing things for four hundred dollars you know? yeah back then it, it felt like they were like pushing things forward and now they're like trying to catch up yeah like the fact that they're using the same algorithms they had five years i mean some of these pedals came out almost 10 years ago it's a cool pedal that's like you said, I think it's five years too late. Or it's or like to Phil's point, if it was two fifty, it wouldn't matter that it was so late because it would be like this cool. Yeah, because then it's like on par with like those Moore things and not like Strymon and Line Six. Yeah, exactly. Who actually are still innovating and pushing. Isn't it crazy forward. how Line Six? It's funny too because Bose they just flipped their reputation. Bose kind of fell into the same like uh, they kind of had the same image problem that Line Six had for like a lot of the two thousands. Mm-hmm. Where like, uh, like people who were serious about what they were doing didn't take them seriously, and and Bose has very much changed their reputation on the install side. And Line Six has done the same thing. Like you look at Line Six now as one of the leaders, and you know, five or ten years ago, Line Six was kind yeah. of a joke. Like it was just a joke to, like, oh, you have a Line Six spider that was. The yeah, they were the spider, and like Bose was amp. like the thing you buy at Brookstone or whatever. Yeah, exactly. It's, like <laughs> it's for rich freaking... people who don't know any better. Yeah, like and and to people like in in my profession, it was like you know you have a client who says, "Oh, are we gonna are we gonna install Bose speakers?" And it's like you don't even know enough to know how dumb you sound right now. You know. <laughs> All right. Well, there you and go. And when I say I say my profession, I mean elitist a holes. Pull it out your butt. <laughs> yeah. Is that that's what I think done? of the people is, who done? pay me? Is Line Six over? I mean, is is TC Electronic over? Is this the end of the road? Are they canceled? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That was 
That was for all the racist comments they made when they released like, the. Can they come back? I don't know. I don't. Know. I don't know if they want to. That's they the might thing. Be done. Like, yeah, I, I don't think, think. I think that brand might be like on its way out. Honestly, those fifty dollar pedals, like, were they're fine. None of them big, away. right? Like people were they were popular because it's like, well, I guess I'd rather get this than just some like Chinese pedal that's going to take four weeks to get here or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like for fifty dollars. And then you get it, and you're like, "Holy crap! This is way bigger than it looks this in the is pictures." Massive. And what is this? A freaking amazing. lollygagger pedal? And the knobs feel cheap. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I don't. I think it might be the end of TC as we know them, just because they aren't interested in continuing. Yeah, this is great. I'm gonna, we're gonna have a clickbait title on this one too. <laughs> is this the end of TC Electronic? <laughs> 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 all right well i think we should end this episode now oh it's time Sp- time folks thanks for listening thanks for uh tuning in send us an email let us know what you think about the tc electronic plethora x5 plethora 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 leave us a leave us a voicemail and and don't forget to visit us at patreon.com slash the gear slum don't just visit though give us your money give it to us subscribe to us if you like what you hear help us out we appreciate it thanks for friendship if you guys want to listen to this podcast you've been listening to for the last hour go look on like itunes we're on itunes podbean (laughs) like and subscribe on youtube (laughs) i think that's like a vestige of when back in the day when like there would actually like a podcast would actually be broadcast over terrestrial radio too. Yes. Like they yeah, were the same would, thing. And so it was like, Oh, you can check us out. Just on. like, we'll do a radio show and then we'll also upload it online. <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. Uh, thanks for friendship. Actually. Right. Oh, we sorry. should do that. Thanks for friendship. We should broadcast it. Thanks for that friendship. Yes, we should do that. We should find a radio station. Yeah, like public access, right? Like at yes, four yes. o'clock on a Tuesday, on a Thursday morning or something. Yes, would be pretty great. Okay, thanks for friendship. We said that right. Thanks for. I know. Sorry. Thanks for friendship. Mm-hmm.